Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com I was a-bouncing and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 29 of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Damon Helgevald. We're presented today by Carl Auto Group. If you're looking for a car, if you're looking for a Chevy um, or any other brand, I'd prefer to ride with that one. Uh, Toyotas, they're nice too. They're getting into sprint car racing. Fords, they do NASCAR a little bit. If you're looking for a car, Go check out the guys at Carl Auto Group. They will get you taken care of, uh, and they make it super simple, super easy. According to my friend, I'm not smart enough to go buy a car, nor to save up and finance to buy a car. I just got the car I have, and I fix it when I get the chances. But you can get a car uh, pretty soon with Carl Auto Group. Uh, Go check them out. I believe it's carlauto.com. I should type out these ad reads I'm doing because I'm kind of doing a market class. But we appreciate them uh, and appreciate uh, them supporting us um, and everything we do here. Damon, how are you doing on this fine uh, Thursday evening, Friday morning for those listening? I'm just going to tell you it's been a great day. So it's been a great day. I love to hear it. I just got back from doing women's basketball interviews here in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, Iowa State, Uh, both the men and the women playing in the NCAA tournament Sweet 16 on Friday night, basically at the same time, depending on how the games before theirs go. But for some odd reason, they uh, got the luck. They got that magic uh, horseshoe in the back of their pocket that they get scheduled right at the same time. I mean, it's it's worked the last two nights uh, that they've done it. So I guess the NCAA just wants Iowa State to keep winning. Is what it, what's happening? I will say, uh, Steph Copley had a great take on it. Um, having your men's and women's basketball teams having uh, overlapping Sweet Sixteen timeframes is a uh, good problem to have. I don't yeah. I don't know if we can complain about that one. Not not a whole lot to complain about there. I think they have set the record for most overlapping time frames 
between men, men's and women's oh, programs yeah. through the season. Easily. It's, I mean, do you remember, do, uh, Chili Bowl Saturday, if I was like so close to ranting to Damon and then I had just more work to do, <laughs> but I'm sitting there watching heat races, then the women's game started and the men's game started. It, oh, it was, it was a yeah. long day. Anyways, uh, go check out our content there at cyclonefanatic.com uh, if you want to read any basketball stuff. But today we're talking about racing, uh, as we usually do on this podcast. And I woke up to a monster of a uh, penalty to Brad Keselowski in the Roush Fenway Keselowski number six team uh, in NASCAR's Cup Series. So they were penalized today uh, due to the modification of a single source supplied part. And I can dumb it down for you. That's something I'm really good at because I'm not smart enough to understand everything when I first read it. Got to do a little thinking. Uh, but basically, NASCAR has one source make an amount of parts and body panels on the car. Uh, they sent it out. They send it out to the teams, and you're not allowed to mess with it because essentially they want it to all be the same. They want it to be fair. If you're all messing with it, that's when you get the 1960s like. Oh, we had a tire war and then different teams kept trying to outdo each other and, and do little things to cheat. And then eventually someone gets hurt. Um, <laughs> on, it, it, this isn't as serious as that, I guess, but uh, they were docked a hundred owners points, a hundred driver points, 10 playoff points at the end of the year. And crew chief Matt McCall has been suspended for four races and fined $100,000 it's not the biggest penalty NASCAR has ever given out. Carl Long had an oversized engine a few years back, thanks to uh, my good buddy Joey Acock uh, for texting me that. Um, that was a $200,000 fine, I believe. Um, However, it is, it is probably the biggest penalty, points penalty, since we've gone to this format. Yes, and also, also to a, a contender. You know, nothing against Carl Long or anything like that. Um, but it's, it's also to a guy that's in in races and um has a lot of eyes under him with this new roush uh deal with fenway and i just about said keselowski as if he wasn't already a part of the deal but you get you get what i'm saying <laughs> um so basically what it boiled down to they uh the rules they broke were 14.1 overall vehicle assembly rules and 14.5 which points to the body um, the details of that, I think they altered uh, some of the rear quarter panels and uh, the back bumper. And I'm not sure how they altered it, what they did. Um, we're pretty pretty in the dark on that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, it, I guess it would depend on who's taking the penalty on what they uh, what they say about it. I am interested to hear next time uh, NASCAR reporters have a chance to talk to Brad, what he says about it. I would think he'd be a pretty open guy about it if he wasn't if they weren't trying to bend the rules uh, or, or alter a panel to get the car faster obviously that's probably what they were trying to do but i would think out of anyone to get penalized he might be one of the guys that you know comes out and says something mm -hmm. of like what what their thinking was on it i don't know do you uh do you agree with that damon i guess um yes and no i think a little bit of both um especially being the car owner he's gonna obviously back whatever his team did so it, i mean you should anyway but also in the same breath you're gonna also want to be in good standing with nascar too so um he's kind of in a little bit of a tough spot 
you know, just having to what, watch what he says. Basically, I'm guessing it's not going to be a lot of long conversations that he has with NASCAR reporters um, about it. But um, I guess the the whole thing is, you know, it it boils down to it's on. Unf- I don't know how the best way to put this, but it's unfortunate that they have taken the, um, the engineering and the, um, the modifications a little bit out of the team's hands, because like you said, everything is outsourced now. And so you, you can't make anything in house. Well, that's what they've been doing since now. Now to that point though, I think making, uh, making the body panels and stuff like that single source gives you more of a control of you know all the body panels are supposed to be the same people people complain about the single source stuff they're supposed to be the same the cars are supposed to have the body panel the same body panel characteristics as they do on that venture right right so that's the other thing um i did want to say though is nascar said at the start of the season when they came out with this single source thing um that they were going to slam the door if you tried to screw with it Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i i get it i knew the you knew the penalties were gonna be tough uh because they did come out and say that what i guess i wish they would have allowed is you know maybe especially right now is a little bit less of the outsourcing stuff uh, just because of the supply issues that they were having. And, you know, I, I get it. They wanted to make sure everybody's got the same stuff across the board, but if you've got the smartest people in your garage, why not utilize the smartest? You can't utilize the smartest people in your garage now, basically. And, and that's, I guess that's the way I look at it. And it's kind of a disappointment that you're, you're talking somewhat about different parts, right? I mean, yeah, you're talking about, you know, you mentioned that everybody needs to be the same, right? And that's what the the whole goal was to be. And I, yeah, and I'm not I'm not specifically talking about every car, but the the body panels. Yeah. Specifically. I, they they already they all have to pass tech anyway. Yeah. So and that's so, the weird deal is So what's Why didn't it why didn't it fail tech? Yeah. So what's the point? Can I put on my Tucker Carlson voice. Not if they all they all go through tech three times but yet we wake up today yeah and the car is now penalized what's going on i don't know frankly I, i'm scared <laughs> i messed up at the end there he'd never say he's scared i just i think that you know if, if the cars go through tech then what's the point of taking them back and and reteching them and then taking them back to the R&D center and then look at them over if you already knew that the cars passed through tech anyway um so that i mean yes you want everything to be the same you're outsourcing parts i get that but at, at the end of the day let's let the smartest people work no i i uh, i completely agree hold on how's that <laughs> that sound nice that was good. It's a hell of a Thursday night, baby. <laughs> All right. Let's get to talking about this weekend. There's a lot of questions there. Um, I didn't spring up right out of bed and write a uh, newsy article for you guys. Kind of just uh, threw some stuff on Twitter. So apologies for that. Um, I am going to kind of dive deeper on it tomorrow morning. 
uh, and kind of look at if any new information comes out about it, uh, about Keselowski's penalty, and uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, another thing I'm going to wake up and write tomorrow morning is the Bristol Dirt Nationals. Uh, it's late model night, both Friday and Saturday uh, of this weekend. Uh, there is a World of Outlaws late model race, so I don't know where those guys will go. Well, what I'm saying, I don't know where the open national schedule guys are going to go. Right. Or, or the Lucas guys. I'm guessing you're going to see a mixed bag of both. And I, and I have not heard. Where's the, where's the outlaw race at? Um, well, they wouldn't be able to race it anyway. They got to race the outlaw race. But what I'm saying is. It's at Rock Galt in uh, Cherokee. What I'm saying is the those that are running the open schedule or the Lucas oil schedule can choose basically. And it depends on where you live. Right. Absolutely. So I assume we'll see some people down at Bristol dirt. I know they don't pay Jack Whittley. Is that, is that a phrase Tim? No, but you can use it. Middle East squat. They pay a little bit. Yeah. They do pay a little bit there. I think, uh, I don't, someone, if you got, if you go down there, if you're a local, if you're, uh, friends or anything, uh, with us, let us know um, what the pit situation is this year. I know some people had some trouble with it last year, but let us uh, let us know what it's like down there. It, that's my favorite racetrack is when Bristol's covered in that weird dirt. <laughs> God, yeah. I, I'm going to have a Knoxville fan <laughs> pissed at me. You're going to start making people mad. No. I, I'm sorry. I apologize, guys. It, it, it is the Bristol thing is somewhat of a bit, but I don't hate it. I do have to say. Uh, someone took a picture of it last night, I think, and put it on Twitter. And it actually, I think, looks better than it did last year. Hey, second time around, you're going to – you always get better from your first game to your second, right? Well, they, they've done it before. This ain't their first rodeo. Yeah, 20 years ago. Still ain't their first rodeo. <coughs> All right, man, I, I think that's a loose – that's Send a loose comparison. Damon, I don't know how many people are working at Bristol today that worked there 20 years ago when the dirt was down. I'm just saying, same company that owns the track. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll we'll see uh, what we kind of uh, look for in that. Let's talk uh, – let's keep it on dirt, and let's talk the world of outlaws this week. And I'm excited. Bakersfield is going to be sweet. A um, lot of guys – trying to break streaks. California natives have swept the West coast swing so far. Um, so we'll see if they can kind of keep that going there at Bakersfield on Friday. And then at Saturday, uh, they go over to Paris, the Paris, uh, auto speedway. Um, I want to make sure I get that right. Cause Donnie shots hasn't won at Paris. Damon, Damon's the Donnie guy on the podcast. Yep. And then on the, on top of it, Brad Sweet hasn't started a full-time World of Outlaws season without a win in the first 10 races. This is race 9 and 10. Yeah. He's, he's riding a 24-race winless streak. He's incredibly due for a win. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, when we do, when we make our sprint car odds book, I would put this at plus 1,500 parlay of Brad Sweet one night, Donnie shots the other. I was going to say, are you saying that uh, – we have to pick between one of the others going to happen this weekend or what? I don't, I mean, I think, I think both can happen. I think both are kind of due to happen. Well, they right? can happen as long as they're in the field there that it can happen. Right, you're kind of touting the 10 time champion a little too heavy there. But do you <laughs> think it's going to happen? 
What's that? Do you think it's going to happen? I, you know, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the California guys are doing so good right now that it's hard to pick against them. It, it feels, I, I learned this at a young age, man. Cause I was the kid trying to tell my friends like, Oh, this is the year Kansas doesn't win the big 12 regular season in men's basketball. Yeah, you and listen to yourself. What's that? You shouldn't listen to yourself. No, not ever. Only, uh, only for picks on Sunday mornings, and then tips I get from Damon because those usually actually come true better. <laughs> I think your success rate beats mine just because you're like two for four. That's fair. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, no, I think uh, I think it could. I think both of them could get a win this week, and I don't think that's at all out of the realm of possibility. I would actually, I'm going to boost it to plus 2,000 on our I'm, fake betting site that we don't have yet. I'm just going to say, as a Donnie fan, I don't think Donnie wins either race this weekend. Dude, so, you, yeah. went, you went complete 180 there. I just don't think he will. He, he got off to some bad luck a little bit, but I don't think, I don't think we can take three, three races of – poor finishes that have buried him in the standings a little bit. Um, Three races in a row is considered what? A trend. I know. Exactly. So I think he'll be back though. He'll be back, but I don't think it's this weekend. I love Donnie, but I just don't think they got some other things to work out right now. Now, Brad, on the other hand, has a more legitimate shot in my opinion. Um, I'll be completely honest. I haven't watched a whole lot of, He's a uh, two race runner up street. Right. So I, I haven't watched a whole lot of, of outlaw races this year, but I do think that Brad will win either of the two um, for this weekend to make sure he keeps that streak alive. I'm picking another parlay. All right. We're going to plus 2000 this one on the betting site that doesn't exist. I like this bit. I really like that. I'm going to roll with this for a while. <laughs> till yeah. we get, till we get a site, till we get a site that I can do this on. Cause I got to practice. Really, we actually, we just need to make a segment best bets. Tell yeah. Me. For just for the world of allies that we don't pay. We, we, for any of it. we design the payouts. We, we can utilize the, the sites for the ones that actually have them and then create our own. For <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I got both Selzy brothers. How about that? Yeah. Geo is running really well right now. He's seventh in brothers to do what twin this weekend. It's two races. There's two brothers. I bet you one of them wins one and one wins the other. I'm not taking that. All right. Well, you just pissed off Dom or Geo. I I love both of them. Actually, Geo would just take your words and be like, okay, watch me. And Dom will get pissed off for him. So you pissed off Dom. I think so. Damon, he's never going to come on the pod now. No, he will because I like drag racing and I like his dad. So. <laughs> and I like them. Dom's the dad. He's uh, he's awesome. He's one of my favorites too uh, that I've ever covered. We had a um, lot of fun talking with him at Knoxville. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, he's an enigma. Um, yeah. So I mean, just me and you talking right there. Like, there's so many California guys that could end up winning this weekend, and a couple of them race in the Outlaws, obviously, but. When are we going to start talking about Team California against the World of Outlaws? Come on, I mean we, we do the we do the, the PA time, the same time that the posse actually starts winning against the Outlaws. Well, you had to let me dig a take a dig at the posse because I was going to say the posse calls it a rivalry with the Outlaws and they never win. See, there you go. It's it's insane. 
Yeah, we both hit digs right at the same time, so it's yeah. Fun. It's like Kansas State fans coming at Iowa State fans. Yeah, can't remember the last time Kansas State beat Iowa State in anything. Anyways, maybe men's basketball this year. This I think year. I think it was one of those games. Yeah, it was one of those games. All right. Um. So yeah, the World of Outlaws this weekend at Bakersfield on Friday at Paris Auto Speedway on Saturday. Get out there, uh, support them if you live. Uh, near California. If not, watch it on Dirt Vision. Um, a little bit of other races we have. Um, let's do the short one first, Damon. Okay. Damon says, I slandered Formula One. I just want to know what I, I lied about. I did not say that. Oh. I did not say oh, that. Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say. That was Josh. I'm, I'm thinking in circles right now. I'm sorry. I said Damon. I met Josh. I just wanted to check with Damon if I slandered Formula One in any way. They have a race on Sunday. I assume I'll just wait for qualifying to start on Saturday to figure out who who I could maybe pick. It, my list is always down to three cars. Is that there's only three cars that ever race? You're right, exactly. Everybody else just rides. Just last year was both Mercedes. This year it just happens to be one of the Mercedes, one Red Bull and one for, or one, uh, Ferrari. And that's, that's the field for now. Yeah. Who's your pick for fourth? That's a good race. I can't, no, I can't, I can't do that in good conscience. That's like, I was my pet peeve when I was a kid, when I learned what formula one is and grew my grudges, I guess. Well, if they're not one of the three that you say, then Ricardo's fourth. Dude, McLaren was terrible last week. And that's the, that's the weird thing at formula one. I, I told you this in the last podcast, I've watched races where they're just like the crews, like we couldn't get the car ready in time. We didn't have enough time. It's like you had three months. Yeah. What do you mean? You couldn't get enough time. How, how do you, it, it doesn't matter what date they schedule the first race on. They just, it just gets there and they're like, we procrastinated our bad. I would love, I would love to work in formula one. Cause I feel like I could just miss 17 deadlines in a row and just be like, ah, I forgot this weekend was the first race. Yeah. Didn't have, didn't have a story for you. My bad. Could you imagine? <laughs> God, I call it a livery though. So you, you can't be too mad at me. Livery. <laughs> Connor's going to walk in with his hauler and, and paint schemes. <laughs> To the, with the livery and transporter crew and just really piss them off. I'm going to be getting tomatoes thrown at me oh, you'll during get a press conference. You'll get worse than that. All right, let's, let's preview NASCAR. They're at Circuit of the Americas this weekend, road course racing uh, for all three series. Do you have any takes on the smaller two, or do you want to start with Cup? Um, the smaller two will be interesting because of some of the names in the fields. I think that always makes it interesting. Um, you know, you've got a lot of talented drivers on road courses going into those, those races, those lower races, um, with, you know, and then you've got others that are trying to just get seat time and trying to get time out on the track as well uh, that are getting prepared for the cup race. So I think that's always the story in the lower races when you go to a place like this. Hey, uh, we do have some breaking news. Uh-oh. Formula One is coming to Las Vegas. What? F1's return to Vegas is slated for Thanksgiving weekend of 2023. Well, next year. 
where at? Where are they racing at? Do they know? I believe they are putting down a street course in Vegas. The expectation is that the Formula One race in Vegas will use part of the city streets in and around the Las Vegas Strip with pedestrian bridges used as viewing areas. A formal announcement is expected in the coming weeks for Formula One. Hmm. You know what's really smart? What's that? To put an F1 race in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what isn't? Doing it on Thanksgiving. I don't know. That's still a pretty smart idea. I yeah. People's got time off. I guess they got time off, but like, shoot. I celebrate Thanksgiving with my family uh, or I'm watching basketball. Yeah, so celebrate with your family in Las Vegas. What better time? I, I, I agree. I'd go down there with you. I, I'm not against that at all. I'm all about it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not like uh, if there's a sporting event on a holiday. Yeah, I got to care enough to go to the sporting event. I'll go to it, though. I don't I, I don't care. But I do want to hate on Formula One. It's disgusting. That's Thanksgiving. Fine. That's an American holiday. Yeah. Sorry, I was not sarcastic enough in the first four sentences. I realized that. I'm just telling you, just show up. I think I, I'm telling you, it's not a bad idea. I kind of like it. I think we'll have to apply for press credentials, actually, and I, I do believe that we might not get them. I agree. Probably not. <laughs> Especially if they start doing background checks on us. I'll just send them my clips. Of, I'll just send them my clips of how to make Formula One better. We could put some jumps on the course. This is not going to get us any credentials for anything anymore. Damon, it's tough to make that. Okay. All right. Just in general, jumps help. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I love jumps, dude. You don't like ramps? No. What would you say if you had a handicapped relative that you're trying to get into the arena? You need a ramp. You're just going to give her no ramp. You're going to make her walk up the stairs. We just had this conversation this week. um, And it's been blasted all over Twitter and it doesn't just apply to NASCAR is racing. You're wanting to turn it into entertainment. No, I want it to be monster jam. That's way different. Bullshit. Monster jam is not entertainment. They're athletes. They call all the drivers athletes. I apologize to everyone. They go as far to say athlete of the grave digger monster truck. Dennis Anderson said, I apologize to everybody listening. Oh man. Uh, so formula one's going to be big. Formula one's going to be big in America. Uh, I'm going to keep critiquing it. I'm not going to stop critiquing it. If they fix my stuff, I'll definitely come around. I'm going to still watch every race. So don't think I don't do that. Um, they'll have three races next year. It's, it looks like, cause they'll have Miami. They'll have Coda. I still believe they're staying at Coda and they'll have Las Vegas now. So Good for them. Uh, good for the rising, you know, fan base uh, in the country that is uh, catching on to Formula One. I hope it translates to real racing, and I hope it translates to the broadcast as well um, in IndyCar and NASCAR uh, sprint cars. I mean, I, I think Dervision's broadcasts are pretty pretty damn sexy for what uh, what they're. I don't want to say for what they're broadcasting for the type of racing that they have to broadcast. Mm -hmm. They do a good job showing it. You know, you're not, you don't got 
20, well, 17 when three of them don't make the starting grid. You don't got 17 cars spread out around this big four and a half mile road course that you got to get a camera on each of them. So I, I like what Dervision does. Don't let me uh, get them on in on this. But Formula One has some really good broadcasting. Uh, they got an announcer that gets tickled pink at the smallest stuff. That kind of helps. He does it in a different way and he does it in a different accent. So then you can't like really blame him for it, but he has to, he does. He, he does. He, he's got to get excited for it. You got to keep, keep the fans in it. So I, I hope NASCAR takes some tips like that at a camera angle stuff. Um, NASCAR and IndyCar can take, uh, from the formula one broadcast. Sorry for that mess of a sentence. I just heard it coming out of my mouth. Really? I'm jumpy today. I apologize. It's the greens. There's something in the Greensboro air. Yes, let's go with that. Did you see my tweet about that? What? Our Uber driver, when we arrived yesterday, told us that there's a shopping center across the street from your hotel. Oh, yeah, it's a Circle K. He said, he said it was the finest in Greensboro. <laughs> that was the quote. I did. So I'm, I asked the concierge, like, do you know where like the shopping center is or like any place that we could buy beer? And she's, she's like, no, nah, no idea. And then the guy next to her asked the same thing. Nope, no clue. It was like they've never lived in Greensboro or been there for two hours. <laughs> right, I'm like, okay, uh, I guess sounds good. So I'm walking outside. I see a third guy that works there. He's trying to tell me that there's a Whole Foods like a mile down the road past the highway. <laughs> and he's like marketing it to me as like it's probably it's it's less than a mile for sure, for sure. So I start walking that way. I'm like, I have it up on my phone. I'm like, this is going to be a hike. Like I'm, I'm going to have to be a trooper here tonight. And I look to my left. There's a gas station right across the street from the hotel. The circle K. Yeah. See, that was, the and I'm like, this has to be the shopping center. He's talking about It's right next to a McDonald's. You can get gas and food at the same parking lot. It's, it is the finest place in Greensboro that I've seen so far. Don't tell the people at Greensboro that. No, we got, uh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Chuck. Chad? Blankenship. Yeah, Chad. It is Chad, right? Yeah. Yeah, I added the double check there. Chad sent me a list of a ton of recommendations uh, that I need to go check out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit at least one of those Friday, I think. There you go. I'm not trying to trash on Greensboro, just the Uber driver that told us that that was the finest shopping center in Greensboro. I don't, I think he, he had to have gotten the hotels messed up. There can no, there's no way. Did you find shopping centers in Greensboro yet? No, we Googled it. There was none within a mile. So that circle K is the finest shopping center in Greensboro. I'll tell you what, it was a damn average Circle K. They didn't even have vodka. Tommy doesn't drink beer. He only drinks vodka. <laughs> Unless it's Spotted Cow for some reason. That was like the one beer that he, which is like, it's not the best. But anyways, so they didn't have vodka there, but the, it was a very clean Circle K. Very, very clean. Fair enough. All right, let's do the Cup Series race at Coda, and then I'll let you go. Damon has coaching stuff to do. I do. I do have some coaching things to do. I want to ask you before we get into it, while we go in, into the cup stuff anyway, is your early favorite to win on Sunday? That's the dumbest question you've ever asked me. No, it's not. I've got Chase Elliott oh. minus 4,000. Oh, my God. 
Okay. I don't I don't hate it. I'm not gonna pick it against those odds, but <laughs> I wouldn't I was gonna say you're gonna put money down against minus four thousand. I don't I'd get four cents back off a ten dollar bet, I think. No. I think that's what that says, right? No, it'd be less than that. You'd be paying the sports book. <laughs> I'd be paying up that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Chase Elliott wins this race. Speaking of, speaking of sports betting real quick, is the state of Missouri just passed their sports betting law today. So It's illegal in North Carolina. I found out when I got here. Um, yeah. Ah. So it's, not, it's, it's fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not a de- degenerate, like gambler that i mean i enjoy betting with i always just started with 25 dollars in my account i refuse to put more than 25 in Mm -hmm. um at the start of each year and i usually i have a spreadsheet now so i've deviated from what units i put down but i keep track of the three unit thing we do um but yeah i so i don't care if i can't bet on a game on any given day but it does suck to not be able to bet on the sweet 16 on thursday when i'm not doing anything and just got off work yep and like our our options for entertainment for the night are i call my guy or i go to the sports bar with everybody and i well i'm gonna go to the sports bar i'm serious i'm just saying like those are like the two things that i could conceivably do or I could Uber an hour and go to. I'm kind of pissed I didn't Uber and go to Charlotte, go to the Stars game. But yeah, I got a buddy offered me tickets, and Tommy didn't want to go. And go to to, well, they're not. They don't play every day, Damon. I get that, but go to like the Hall of Fame, NASCAR Hall of Fame, in the morning. I could convince people to do that. I like it. If you listen to this podcast, tweet at Tommy Birch and at. Dylan Kuhn and at Jeff DeBroff on Twitter and tell them that it's a beautiful Friday to go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Go over it, in the morning. And it's also, we're going to be celebrating Casey Kane Friday. There you go. It's all, it's every Friday's Casey Kane Friday. Um, celebrate it with us. There's a great, there's a great video on Twitter that just says it's effing Casey Kane Friday. It has a <laughs> bunch of like burnout highlights of him. Nice. And I found it a couple weeks ago and I've been meaning to bring it up. I think tomorrow will be the first Casey Kane Friday we celebrate. There you go. I think you should just start tweeting it every Friday. All right, dude. The just the concept of a Casey Kane Friday, like you can't it doesn't get sweeter. <laughs> I love it so much. Nice. Who's all right, who's who's your top five picks, I guess, to win? At Coda, and we'll try to get some talking points out of this before we hang up on people. Top five picks. Yeah, can you do five? Boris said's not in the race, so that kind of takes that long. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. He's, he's my second pick. Then let's go. He's driving the '66 car. Hell yeah! Oh. All right, I got him. He's on the podium. For no, sure. I'm taking AJ Allmendinger. That's my third. There, uh, my picks are done. That's those are the picks. Everyone, I'm sorry to spoil it so early for you. I'm gonna wake up on Sunday and make a video. It's gonna say exactly that. That that is that is the picks. That is the field of guys I'm willing to pick on. Um, no, I I think AJ is is probably my first pick overall. Um, I'm gonna take the other um road course ringer in the NASCAR series right now, and that is uh, Kyle Larson because he seems to win all the other road courses that chase doesn't and I'm not saying he got lucky, but how see, I was not prepared for this question. Exactly. 
Um, you should just you should stay quiet every once in a while. My I just no, nah, I, I just and then, any, for anyone getting mad at what I'm saying today, most of this is all the bits that we've done in the past thirty episodes combined. So <laughs> it's an anniversary um, episode for Kevin then, Harvick. For Kevin Harvick, number twenty nine. Man, I don't know who would my third be. I don't want to pick Boris because you already did. No, you can. That's okay. You already picked my guy Almondinger. You know that's I. The first two thousand I ever hit was AJ Almondinger. I was taking AJ from day one. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Boris. Said man, How what's your you opinion know? of uh, Truex or Christopher Bell? Because before Chase started winning road course races. It was Truex. He was the best road course driver. And we haven't seen that out of him lately. Um, I think Truex has a better chance than Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell's wrecked every race this year. Um, spun out, I should say, not wrecked. But he's spun out every race this year. So I'm going to take Truex if I have to pick between those two. And, um, yeah, I, don't know, I think Martin would be pretty, pretty solid. Absolutely. I know he hasn't he hasn't shown it lately, but I still think he'll be he'll be all right. All right. So that's gonna wrap up most of our stuff. I want to give a shout out to uh Bob Vick, super nice guy who's just texting me. Um his uh daughter plays for the Iowa State women's team. He's a big uh, big NASCAR fan. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to him. Josh, uh, stop trying to tell Todd Blythe on me on my Twitter shout outs. Of, I kind of want to have Todd get on here so he can tell you off. I, dude, I would, you think I don't want Todd on? Yeah. I think it's time for Todd, the, form, the quote unquote Formula One fan, to end his silence. He refuses to comment on the situation. Would you? Comment? What? Would you comment on a situation that you feel pretty strongly about? You know, I do. I do it every day. Mm. Let me tell you another one. East coast time sucks. You've already pointed that one out. It was six o'clock here. The first game was supposed to start at six Oh nine. Nice. And I had to wait an extra hour for college basketball games to start. So I naturally just called up Damon and said, you want to work some more. And being the workhorses that we are, we put in the work and we did some extra stuff outside regular working hours. Something Formula One teams know nothing about. Um, on that note, it's been a great week. <laughs> it has. And enjoyed Greensboro. <laughs> I will. I appreciate Damon. Uh, I literally called him and said, you want a podcast? I was gonna, it was on my list. I got my to-do list almost done for the entire day. And I look at it when I got home and it says, text Damon, ask if he wants to podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's a great, great one. I love getting uh, two episodes up a week. I love previewing the weekend because if there's anything I like talking about more than overreacting to something that's already happened, it's hyping up what's going to happen. I I just like it more, I guess, because there's so much potential. Mm -hmm. I can throw out 17 storylines in my head. That's like, yeah, that makes sense. Boris, Boris said could win at Coda. Yeah. Anti. Why not? Yeah, exactly. The only other reason that, uh, that he wouldn't win is if Robbie Gordon found a way to get into the race. <laughs> Calling back long time for NASCAR fans there. Max uh, Pappas joins in. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening to us. This was episode 29. We appreciate it. We're approaching 30. We're getting old. 
other than that yeah. you yeah. guys you guys enjoy your weekend watch some march madness for us go thank uh go thank an employee at carlotto uh and just thank him for sponsoring the always race day podcast and uh, maybe maybe drive up just for that reason say that to somebody and then drive away tell them we sent you yeah yeah connor and damon told you to come always race day you listen to the always race day podcast and thought i need a new car yes and if you tell them that they're actually more likely to allow you to have the free coffee guaranteed yes awesome all right thanks guys thanks for listening enjoy your weekend appreciate y'all